I want to learn about your alter ego. Rufflecopter111. <laughs> Don't tell Epic Games I said this, but I lost that account uh, okay. <laughs> for, mon for, for money. <laughs> and the first tweet that popped up was Owen tweeting, Hey, does any content creator want to move to Brighton in a month? <laughs> oh. They called it the 15 second rule. They said yeah. always act like somebody news clicking on your stream and act like you would for 15 seconds if you knew they were there or something like that. You heard it here first, uh, pre-podcast highlights. Uh, there'll be an Echo <laughs> X Rufflecopter collab anytime soon. <laughs> Alright lads, welcome back to Inside MC, the part of the podcast where I sit down with a very special guest every single week. And this week, I am joined with the one, the only, the amazing, Akko. Hey, it's me! Oh my god! <laughs> How are you today? I'm chilling. I'm I'm feeling um the the New Year's glee. I had a good light night last night. Oh my god, ah. I can't even speak. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a nerves. I'll be too I'm nervous. It's to... fine. <laughs> I, I'm happy to have a conversation. I'm happy to talk. Happy to yap for a while. It's gonna be fun. I am. Um, I I don't know what it is. I feel very out of practice. Uh, last time I recorded was like last year, technically, but also last Wednesday. <laughs> so you know, I feel, I feel very very okay. out of practice. I think that happens with uh, things like this. Like, I have... Um, there are so many skills, like tangible skills that you use throughout your life that just become comfortable. But yeah. for me, streaming, if I take like a day off streaming, the next stream I do, I feel like I'm rusty. Even though it's only been two days since I last streamed. I think that just kind of happens with creative things, with stuff like this. You feel like you're out of your mojo, even when it hasn't been that long. Yeah, it's part of that, but it's also, also part like the day, the week before Christmas. I recorded a podcast on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Then the week of Christmas, oh, okay. Wednesday, and then I normally record every Monday and Wednesday. So recording three in one week, then one one week. It's like this week is yeah. when I get kind of back into the mojo. Plus, I've been drinking a bit of alcohol in between. So yeah, uh, you know, I think it's also that as well. But you know, it's been it's been it's been a good build up to the New Year's, and it's just nice to kind of be getting back into it. And I'm starting the the first podcast recording of the New Year with an absolute bang. You know, so yeah. <laughs> so okay, I always like to give the intro for the guest to introduce who they are who are you what do you do maybe a fun fact is it's completely up to you floor's yours all right okay wow i i, I don't know what it is because i introduce myself so often obviously with with streaming when when someone raids it, it kind of just happens you you have to introduce yourself to a bunch of new people yeah that it, it should feel comfortable i should feel like <laughs> good at this but i have my one script and and i feel like i have to deviate from it no, in, in a new oh. environment <laughs> stick, stick with okay script. i'll do do the script i'll go with the script and then we'll and then we'll switch it up at the end okay all um, right all right so yes hello my name's akko or shay uh, is my real name uh, or gg akko if you knew me before the gg was removed i'm streaming from new zealand but i'm based in the uk i mostly play minecraft i've been doing a lot of different things lately because uh, i was just doing a summerthon i also make a little bit of music uh fun fact i am a licensed scuba diver and i got that license in oman oh there you what's, go what's, what's <laughs> that about that's opened a whole new area what you <laughs> yeah. why <laughs> um at the time see the problem is this opens a whole nother can of worms i didn't think about this um at the time i was uh traveling for school i was on a scholarship that meant uh, i got to travel around and do uh like location-based project uh based learning Okay. And my project at the time, alongside 10 of my friends, all from around the world, who had also flown in from their home country to Oman, we were doing a project uh, that was focused on 
like combining marine biology with artificial intelligence. And so I learned about how to code uh, AI neural networks whilst also learning how to scuba dive. And then I took the data I collected on my own dives, um, like data as in images, and used them to train uh, an AI neural network to identify between turtles and fish. It was a very simple thing of just like, is this a turtle? Is this a fish? But but basically, (laughs) yeah, as a basic thing so that it could then eventually, theoretically, I didn't actually do this, but that was the point of the project or the point of my project personally, was to show like, oh, look, this is what a computer could do. Now imagine I was not just one kid taking photos (laughs) and I was, you know, someone that was able to go out and do that with every species of fish. And and now suddenly you have something that can identify stuff. Yeah, that's what I was doing at the time. That's why I'm a licensed scuba diver. I haven't been diving since I was like 17, but I, I miss it. I need to go out. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I am 21 now. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you was my age. I'm yeah. 20. So kind of the same thing okay. at that point. I already explained yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. That is funny. Like when you went to America, you was able to drink and stuff. So you went to TwitchCon <laughs> NA or am I tripping? Uh, I went to San Diego, but I wasn't able to drink then. Oh, I thought you went this year. Oh no, you went to, you went to EU. I know. No, that I, I didn't. NA, I yeah. didn't go to Las Vegas. <sighs> yeah. I didn't go to Las oh, Vegas. Oh, that's my bad. See now, see now, but that's just really unprofessional. Oh my God. I don't know my no, full on facts. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. So what did you, what did you study in school then that took you there for that scholarship? <laughs> um, I so at this point it was it was high school so you weren't like studying specific uh, things I I was interestingly like reflect on that period of time in my life and I see a shift from how I saw myself before going to that school and how I see myself now in that I growing up was mostly just I, I presented myself as just an athlete. I had a variety of unique interests and I was academically good in school and stuff. But the way that I approached, uh, the way that I thought of myself and the way that I think I showed myself to others was that I was just interested in sports. Uh, So at that point, I was just like achieving good grades in school and stuff. But I was naturally inquisitive, asking questions about the academic system and and how it uh, met my needs as a student. And that led me to finding a, a school that travels around the world and does crazy things things like that. And that sounded perfect. It sounded not real. Uh, so I just applied. I didn't think too much of it. I didn't think I would get in because there's thousands of applicants every year and, and only 30 uh, kids get into the school. Jeez, uh, okay. But I, <laughs> yeah, but somehow as a as a 15-year-old, I, I got uh, that scholarship and I was able to travel around the world uh, before COVID uh, kicked in. Uh, and I, I've now lived in 10 different countries. Um, oh my, okay. And learned a bunch of unique random things that were specific to those countries countries and there wasn't really one thing that that I studied during that time but what I found out about myself is that I am naturally inclined to learn about technology and and to learn about modern ways uh we can solve modern problems fair enough (laughs) I I think most people (laughs) who are like content creators kind of dwell into the technology field you know yeah 100% yeah it's it's something I mean not technology I mean I guess it's technically still technology I've said it if this whole like podcast or content creation thing doesn't work
work out by like mid 2025 is it 2025 yeah, yeah mid 2025 uh, that i'll look into going back to college and studying marketing oh yeah i mean you can do specifically digital marketing as well if that's what you're specifically interested in so i guess 100 can be it, yeah yeah 100 yeah. is most of the time now technology based yeah. uh, marketing stuff so yeah that's cool i mean i think it's just more so with the podcast the way i promote it and all that kind of stuff obviously i know like it gets yeah. more interaction because i'm announcing somebody but it's also like i kind of have experience with how to form tweets and how to do stuff with the podcast so what what could i do if like i was working with like an established company and i had that kind yeah of thing you know but obviously i'd go back to college and learn, learn a lot more than i do now so yeah 100 i mean i think every content creator forgets that their job is majority marketing uh yeah <laughs> that that's like the reason you grow is if you're if you're able to market yourself well and, and that comes down to a variety of things and part of that is creating good content if you don't create good content then the, the marketing can't really be successful but it is, yeah. yeah i guess yeah, I kind of see no matter like, what content well. you make it's it's marketing yeah because that's yeah, like the way you promote yourself on twitter for example i mean being able to get like the people i've had on the podcast you included is like i must be doing something right otherwise you'd turn around and say no kind of thing you know? <laughs> like, you, if yeah, you didn't 100%. see it especially because you're you're going back to you're off to new zealand new, new, why have i said it like that you're off to new zealand <laughs> in two days from recording this i believe yeah Yes, yeah, basically. And then this podcast is coming out a day before you come back. So in your words, people are going to be starved of ACO content. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that everyone's going to want to watch this podcast to just hear your voice yeah, perfect again. Perfect timing, perfect timing. <laughs> With that all said then, I think I, we should address the elephant in the room. And before we get to know more about you and ACO and all that kind of stuff, I think I, I want to learn about your alter ego, Rufflecopter111. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think we were gonna get into this this early oh my god <laughs> i mean i can save it but I, it's just it's just it's something i've been really really curious about and i think i i asked the questions like like this that are really i just want to get into straight away so i, I want to yeah know, yeah i mean we can wait we can talk about it later on if you want to leave no no it's all right no no there's no no it's all right i i'm, I'm happy for this i'm happy for okay this. <laughs> all right so what is what's to deal with that then <laughs> Oh my. So there's a few bits in one with Rufflecopter. Um, and I haven't thought about how I'm going to approach explaining this. Because sometimes I mean, I guess explaining I a joke is less about. funny. <laughs> I mean, maybe I can ask um, you a few, few bits and you can maybe go from there. So I, don't uh, I, don't, I, I don't mind. I don't mind. Uh, Whatever works. Okay, well, I mean, I'll ask a question. And then if you find a way to transition into, into explaining it in a good way, then you can go from that. How's that sound? Okay. 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 So why the name Rufflecopter 111? What's why <laughs> um so I, i'm trying to remember how i even like re-found the gif uh, obviously if you aren't familiar there was a gif that was popularized i, I want to say like 2012 or something like that on the internet uh that was essentially just a, a helicopter made out of the word ruffle which is rolling on the floor laughing <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> all right this is which, also a good start <laughs> Yeah, uh, this GIF, uh, uh, back then, I think, like, did the rounds because it was like, oh my god, that's funny, like, like rolling on the floor laughing, but it's a it's a helicopter. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's like peak 2012 humor, like, not actually that funny now uh, sort of thing. But I think the combination of that with also the fact that ruffle is not a commonly used term anymore. No one says ruffle, really. Uh, no. No. <laughs> It, it builds the irony of it. So when I needed an account name, 
<laughs> for my League of Legends account. <laughs> oh. I think I think this was oh I guess it's two years ago now. Like twenty twenty two. I I uh I've only played League of Legends once and I played it this day and I needed a name for my Riot account. I, I the first thing that came to mind was Rafflecopter, this this gif that I thought was incredibly ironically funny. And that is kind of like that's where it started, but for almost a year and a half since that point, it kept relatively tame until <laughs> recently when I started playing on Hoplite and I needed a nickname uh, oh. that I could use to queue games. And Rafflecopter one 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 returned, and and it was a little bit funny, you know. And I explained the bit maybe again chat maybe people that were confused about it <laughs> but it became an excuse or a way for me to uh stretch the blame from myself and when i'm being like a little bit chaotic or you know using humor that's like a little bit <laughs> just less like my normal self because i'm just high energy or whatever yeah. so if i'm making like a sexual joke between me and a friend i can do it as rufflecopter and oh. therefore in this alter ego it kind of like it's a little <laughs> bit easier to like slide the blame but what what turned out is that my chat likes rufflecopter more than they like me <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> um and then furthermore we started the whole look maxing side of the bit yeah uh which is that rufflecopter my alter ego is the perfect giga chad man <laughs> who look maxes and um essentially has the perfect jawline the perfect uh facial structure <laughs> and muse all day and i just it was such a funny bit that it's just kept going <laughs> do you think you'll stick around for a while or is it one of those bits sort of entry kind of like it's funny been maybe two three months of like yeah it's still fun. i think still maybe around, but not as kind of prominent yeah i think maybe the the look maxing side of it might be less funny uh like it might fade a little bit uh <laughs> yeah. um using it as a representation of of Rafflecopter might always be funny, uh, and I think Rafflecopter one 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 has has shown its longevity. I think it'll stay <laughs> ironic. I don't I don't think Raffle is going to become cool again anytime soon, and I don't think Rafflecopter that that gif is going to become used again. So I think it can stay ironic. I don't think it's going to like do a, a re return. So I'm I'm pretty happy that like <laughs> I think Rafflecopter one 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 will always be a great excuse to point to for when I'm because I'm always going to have days where i'm just super high energy and making jokes and that goofy, are yeah. a little bit different yeah just in a little bit of a goofy a little silly and so i think rufflecopter one-on-one will stick around in that sense uh, as an easy thing to point to that maybe also is sort of an inside joke between me and my community now it's like it, it, once you know once you learn about it then it becomes extra funny because we're all in on this this little bit that like oh it's rufflecopter it's not echo because <laughs> i'm because i knew it as like rufflecopter one-on-one was a giga chat but that's all i knew <laughs> Like, yeah, because I saw always that like yeah. you did it with um, Maddie yesterday. Yeah, believe, yeah. So. <laughs> Where do you even get the filter from? Is it is it Snapchat, Instagram? Yeah, yeah, it's on Snapchat. <laughs> ah, okay, and then oh. <laughs> and then it just enhances your facial features. It's great. Me personally, yeah, I prefer Echo, but you know, subject to that's opinion. fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, the streets prefer Rufflecopter apparently. But is that is that like is that like ironic prefer or do they actually prefer? That's the question. Oh, I don't. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I think it's silly. I prefer, hope it's silly all in prefer. good fun. It's all in good fun. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to be naming your old account on Twitch to Rufflecopter 111. With uh with that still, I have another question regarding regarding Rufflecopter. What is what's the question? I'd, oh that's it. D depending on the next SP you're in as well, if there's
there's a oh, helicopter. God. Maybe, maybe you can name it and carry on a bit, a little bit, and like in, intertwine it with with the role play. I think incorporating it into a story would be the greatest thing. Um, <laughs> stuff like that, I think, is some of the more fun parts of doing those storytelling SMPs. Like incorporating, I don't know if you saw this, uh, but Grimbus the tree into. Okay, yeah, I I had a terrible painting of that tree on uh, pirates and and stuff like that where I can go from the most like gut wrenching soul crushing uh, <laughs> lore into oh my god that's Grimbus the <laughs> the tree and uh, I, I think that uh, adds a, a chaotic unpredictable element to those servers so to be honest if yeah if Rufflecopter is still a bit that I'm running and I'm on whatever the next project I end up on uh, storytelling wise that would actually that would be very fun I'd love carried that on uh, carried on through something like that maybe we'll see we'll see Rufflecopter interwined with lore then no way and it'll be something that only your community understands yeah. the perfect the perfect bit of lore <laughs> yeah that would be great uh, we are going to talk about more we are going to talk more about SMPs as as we go through the podcast but there are because I feel okay. like SMPs they're not it's not that it's your main content but I feel like it's going to be the main chunk of the podcast talking about that yeah so I want to talk fair. about like other topics that might not be the main chunk before we get into talking about that aspect of things that's so right, yeah. uh, I am going to save the football to the end that's going to be coming to the very end of the podcast so just a heads up in case you thought I was going to move into that okay uh, but I want to know like basic stuff so obviously I asked about Rufflecopter where that came from the name and kind of stuff but what about Akko where, where did Akko come from how did you begin your content creation career where did why, why the name echo all that kind of stuff yeah okay um oh Akko the name is is a bit less of a long story, so I'll start there, and then we can get into why I became a content creator and those questions. Okay. Um, but Akko as a name, I just I, I was obsessed with Fortnite at the time, which apparently has now come back. Yeah. <laughs> but I was traveling for my school, and I wasn't playing on my account as much, uh, so I thought at that point it was probably smart to capitalize on the fact that rare skins or accounts with rare skins sold for a lot of money i had a black knight uh, on my account yeah well i don't anymore (laughs) um don't tell epic games i said this but i lost that account (laughs) for money for for money (laughs) you you misplaced it but you got somehow yeah 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 and uh i wanted a new account on on fortnite just so that i could play casually but i didn't i i wanted it to be like interesting in some sort of way so i was looking at uh accounts that had four letter names and i stumbled upon the name akko that's like genuinely the only reason i'm i'm called akko that's the reason i'm still called akko it it didn't mean anything to me i didn't even come up with it myself it's just that it looked cool so i got that account (laughs) um and and it i thought it was a good enough name to to stick with um and i'm I'm really glad i think echo works really well uh the content and stuff i I think it's a unique name and it's pretty all right for seo especially with the gg in front of it yeah it's a good name it's it's, it's like yeah it's one of those names i kind of i say this about a few people but you know everyone i say it to it it stands it's like you say echo and it's like oh i know because originally when I because obviously I not obviously I mean I obviously for the people who listen to the podcast guys hate this like a majority of the podcast I've only been in this community since March 2023 so I haven't been around for okay. long at all uh, and obviously when I when I first bumped into you uh, I kept calling you Achu <laughs> until, no. until my chat yeah. got very annoyed at me and said stop I was like what do you mean because no one ever corrected me so I was like, I, I was like Acho I originally called you Acho and then people was like yeah it's not Acho it's Acho so so why why the silent H why why the pronunciation like that? Okay, so 
the people that told you not to say acho, that that's actually all right. It's not a chew. That's the one thing I don't allow is a chew. But when I, I started know, I'm streaming, sorry. okay, I wanted to apologize. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. You're all good. No, 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 you're all good. <laughs> the one thing, like when I started streaming, I just said, like, you can say Ako, you can say Acho. I think people have said Ako or Acho. I'm all right with that because it's I, I don't know, but I I read it like the word Echo just with an A, and oh, okay, and that's that how I sense, I read yeah. it. And I think most people picked up the pronunciation just from how I say it, and and that's how I read it is is like the word Echo. Okay, that makes sense actually as to why, why that then, yeah, fair play. And then what about content? What inspired you to... Because I believe you've been streaming since 2021. So yeah. you are technically under the category of a COVID streamer. Whether or not it was because <laughs> of COVID, you're yeah. still under it because of the time you started streaming. Uh, so where, where does that come into play? Uh, yeah, I was in my senior year of high school, which uh, depending on where you're on, the, just last year of high school, I was going to graduate high school, secondary school, the level before university. If you don't mind me asking, um, was this in England or was this in... New Zealand. Uh, New, Ze- New Zealand. I was oh, living in. I was living in New Zealand, but my school was uh, American. Uh, oh, okay. So you. Okay, yeah. in New Zealand, we didn't actually have COVID. Well, I, we had like like a hundred cases total, and those were all spread I'm out over the bad, last. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so when I was uh, in my school, all of my IRL friends that went to New Zealand schools, they were outgoing, living their lives and stuff. Uh, whereas I was inside doing online school because my school was american suffering just having the worst time of my life Mm. and and part of that period of time uh was just like a general amount of isolation i think i was feeling uh and alongside that i had always wanted to do content of some sort i've uh, been a video editor before and uh, i knew how to video edit i had made youtube videos for fun but there was a certain point in time i think where it's like you know sort of a coming of age thing you're like what do i want to do with myself what do i want to do in life uh and i looked at all of the people that had inspired me, whether that be musicians or other content creators that I watched on YouTube or uh, footballers or academics, whatever, authors, whatever, the people that to me always seemed like, not even that they were the happiest, because I think you can't generalize in that way, but the people that tend to have best groups of people around them, the nicest like friend groups, always seem to be people that sort of work for themselves, people that work in a creative environment where they're sort of the boss and so i looked at that and i was like i want to be a musician or a content creator or something like that because i don't want to have my only friends be like oh gary from the office and uh like this person because they are my neighbor i feel like so many people find themselves locked into friend groups or in into friendships because they work alongside someone and because yeah. they you know proximity basically uh whereas common, i common, saw like, it not interest per se but just common activities i guess yeah yeah basically i just looked at it and i was like i'm i've always been interested in content but i've never given myself the full lease to be like okay actually try this because it's kind of embarrassing i think when you I, for me it was like embarrassing starting out to be like yeah i want to be a, a streamer i want to be a twitch streamer i think until you have the numbers that is kind of like hard to admit in a real life context oh, yeah, but yeah. i finally i was just like no this is like actually i believe what's going to make me happiest because it means that the people i can surround myself with are the people that i truly connect with if i don't like 
someone that is a Twitch streamer, I like that's you know in in my general friend group. I don't have to be friends with them. I don't have to see them every day. And and to me, I think that's one of the most beneficial things, and and one of the things that motivated me the most. I always wanted to do content, but I also always wanted to code mobile games. And then I realized actually I don't enjoy doing that. And I always wanted to do a bunch of different things because I've always been someone that picks up interests and stuff. But content was the one that I was like, okay, I want to try this. And I also think that this will end up putting me in the right scenarios to have the right friendships and stuff like that. Uh, and then I tried it and I was like, oh, I'm in love with this. I enjoy this so much. And, and I've basically streamed daily since then. Tracking back on something you said quickly, just because I just, I, yeah. I just, I'm a little bit confused with it. You said that you was in an American mm. school, so you had to, okay. you had to go yeah. online. How, how exactly did that all work? So because my school was that traveling school I talked about earlier, uh, when co- okay. yeah so when when covid hit we obviously couldn't travel around the world anymore <laughs> which basically just turned all of my classes into to online classes and meant that uh so i was living in panama when covid started and i had spent two months there and i went home and i said goodbye to uh my, my 29 classmates and, and friends that i'd been traveling around the world with thinking i would see them a month later uh and then covid hit and we didn't see each other again so it was it was a very like stark thing of, of like going from constant being on the move to being stuck in my bedroom uh, and so in order to surround myself with you know some really cool people in order to get maybe a bit of human connection in in the sense that I was always inside uh, I think streaming was kind of like the perfect thing to build up a community of people around me to build up a, a friend group of people around me that I truly want to have around me it's a bit sad actually when you when you think about it you, you know that you said oh you thought i was gonna see them in a month and then you didn't thought like you didn't yeah, again yeah. it's like that was a bit sad oh, it was made me a bit sad it, yeah it was it was an <laughs> unfortunate um i've managed to see some of them now that uh covid's cleared up but obviously we aren't all in school anymore so there's no reason to get all 30 of us together especially considering how many people there are it's 30 of us from 22 different countries so getting us all in one place is kind of impossible but you're doing your own thing now i mean you know you, you yeah exactly Become famous, so <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't say famous. <laughs> well known. There we go. <laughs> so now, but in all senses, I mean, I, how I kind of see as like in, in some cases, and this one is more of a borderline case, and I use this saying a lot on the podcast: is everything happens for a reason. And like, yeah, you know, as much as as much as COVID was an absolutely horrible situation, you kind of got to look at it as like, where would you be now if COVID didn't happen? Because if if I if COVID, I mean, I started content a little bit before COVID, but like, had COVID never happened, mm-hmm. I'd be sitting in a boring ring i'd be sitting in like an accounting behind a desk as an accountant being like hating my job you know Whereas yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm a barista and i'm not don't exactly enjoy my job but it's it the hours work and stuff like that for me to be able to kind of carry on the podcast which hopefully can turn into something one day so yeah i get that there's always a uh there's pros and cons to things but you kind of have to accept that like it happened and or, or that it's happening depending on what you're talking about it's got to stay positive um, yeah yeah staying positive and and knowing that this is something i've talked about recently so it kind of connects it ties in like knowing that when you're going through something uh whether it's individual uh, to yourself or it's a, a huge thing like covid uh that you can't change that 
like I said, like it's happening <laughs> and it's going to happen either way. But knowing that in three, four years, even if that indirectly causes something with the butterfly effect, you will be where you need to be. As long as you keep pushing like day by day, like you, you will make it to where you need to be and you'll look back and it might not make sense now. It might not even make a whole lot of sense then, but that will be your journey that got you there. And so accepting it, moving forward and, and taking it day by day, making sure you're doing the things you want to be doing right now. Most important thing. Exactly. And you got, so, I mean, I've already always said it as well as this, the, about the people you surround yourself with as well. You know, yeah. you need to like, you like, for instance, you, you've surrounded yourself with people who are interested in the same thing you are. I mean, like some of your closest friends yeah. are SMP creators or they're streamers and stuff like that. It's like, they make sense because you're all trying to grow and being friends with people who, and it's, it's a lot easier to make friends online as well. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I'm nice. And I talk to all of my like colleagues and stuff. And we all get along really, really well, which is the first job I've ever had, yeah. which all the colleagues get along really well. But it's good. you know, we're not, we don't exactly share common interests. Like, yeah, we talk a tiny bit about the football. We know we don't speak about that because they're all a bunch older than me. And like, they all know, yeah. they all know I edit for a podcast and, and as far as they're aware, I get paid to edit a podcast. I don't. <laughs> I don't. It's, it's, it's kind of links back to what you said earlier about the whole, it's kind of harder to say you're like doing content with like when, you know, you haven't really yeah. got the numbers to back it. It's like, oh yeah, like I, I can say, oh yeah, I run a podcast, but I do, but it's not exactly up there with Impulsive or Happy Hour or all them kind of ones, you know? Yeah, I get what you mean. I think, um, I think one of the things for me, uh, and this is so much easier said than actually done, but one of the things for me that switched for content was that level of embarrassment that that like is so real and and valid and and okay yeah, <laughs> so it's good to have um, as well yeah to have i think it's humility maybe is a better better word than embarrassment but that letting go of it to an extent and being able to say like you are doing this like that for me at least was when i switched i from being someone that just casually made videos here and there to someone that is able to confidently be like no like i'm putting my all into this i'm going to try this and this is what i want to do yeah. i think being being almost like unapologetic about it whilst understanding like i can remember that switch and, and telling some of my irls and, and them not actually caring as much as i thought they would it not actually being a thing where i was going like oh you know like please don't make fun of me because they were just like no i don't care like cool <laughs> i guess it's once again depending on the people you tell as well because for instance in secondary yeah, I obviously I had a YouTube channel at the time. I think everyone when they were okay. younger who and is now a content creator had a had a smaller YouTube channel. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I got very badly bullied for it. Like very bad. The videos weren't good, but it didn't warrant me being bullied. And I guess that kind of put me off because when I did not start up in St. Orbits until I left secondary school, which was when I was sixteen. Uh-huh. And then uh, now so I've done a podcast since I, I uploaded fifteen podcasts in twenty twenty two, and then I uploaded weekly since the end of April up until now. So you know, and, and now I can confidently turn around and go i'm a podcast host and i guess yeah, yeah one of my close like some of my close friends i'm a podcast and i said like, oh you really does like i upload two podcasts a week i am a podcast host. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah I, yeah yeah so and um, even my parents cool. they're very much for it like they you know they're very much kind of like they let me record they let me edit i mean sometimes i'm staying up until 2 a.m and then you know, the next morning <laughs> at 6 a.m for work and my parents are like are you sure you're okay and i'm like yeah i can balance it because it's like make myself tired now that i can have a sleep in hopefully by the end of the year if it comes full time <laughs> by the end of the year you know yeah i get what you mean yeah 
so overall though it's, it, you have to be passionate about it. this kind of conversation this kind of conversation has been a bit just into us talking but that's nice this is what i like you know yeah, you yeah. just have a conversation yeah yeah 100 uh, but you just you basically kind of knocking this all down into one i guess it's just be passionate right <laughs> yeah 100 be passionate and whilst having humility be proud be confident that you want to do this and and be able to say that maybe yeah in, in scenarios that make you unsafe if someone's going to bully you those people don't need to know about your passions and stuff but the close people to you the people you hold close to you be able to say confidently like hey by the way like i want to do this and i'm going to try because sometimes admitting you're going to try is is hard but if you can't do that are you really going to yeah exactly to be fair nowadays i kind of just i kind of just going into this habit of keeping my head down in a sense like mm-hmm. i don't know i like i, I don't really in all honesty i don't really talk to any people hey, everyone who went my secondary school i don't talk to them like one of my uh, old best friends messaged me for the first time in like nine months uh, over christmas other than that i haven't talked to anyone from school in about a year give or take and i don't really have many in quotation marks IRL friends but then that's kind of linking back to like my online friends the people who know me they see the, the thing is when i met them i was doing a podcast at least in this community yeah. when i met them i was doing a podcast so that's all they've ever known so it's different gotcha. because they're all in the same boat essentially yeah i get that so you know but yeah sometimes you don't always have to tell everyone sometimes you can just keep your head down grinding and once it becomes something successful or something big that you're like ready to so you can turn around and then you know if they mock it i mean you're you're a full-time content creator so who's who's really winning you know <laughs> yeah i guess another question and before we move on is how comes you moved from new zealand to the uk if you're fine with sharing that yeah of course this was a super long process that then sped up suddenly so there's there's a, a long-winded like period from when i started content creation or i guess not from when i started content creation but when it picked up enough that I was like, okay, I'm doing this. This is my job now. To when I decided to move to the UK, where I was just basically trying to move to America. At the time, all of my content friends were American, uh, and I wanted to be close to them. I wanted to be able to go to the meetups that they were doing. Um, I wanted to meet them in real life and stuff because I'm also I'm a very sociable person in real life. So when I got to that point in content creation, that I was that I was hanging out with online friends with other streamers all day. I kind of like it made me sad that I couldn't meet up with them basically and so I was really really trying to move to America but if if it, you know if you've ever tried or looked into American visas it is not <laughs> easy <laughs> yeah. yeah it was not gonna happen basically I was fresh out of high visa right yeah yeah you need a Esther but yeah basically at, at that point I was like trying my best to try and get into uh America and it was not what is it called like possible it was not happening <laughs> So uh, I got to this. I, I remember it was it was a night. Like I'm trying to think back to all the different things that happened. There was a night where I was on call with my dad, and we were looking into Canada because I was like, okay, that's at least close to America. And he was helping me look at visa stuff and and talking about like uh, this internship that could go through the company he worked for. Uh, and we basically just worked out that it wasn't possible. And I remember getting off call with my dad and like tearing up a little because I was like, oh, I'm really like I'm just gonna be super far away from all of my close friends all the time uh and and not be able to to see them and stuff is yeah <laughs> it, it, i don't know i was in a bad mood and i opened twitter on my phone and the first tweet that popped up was owen tweeting hey does any content creator want to move to brighton in a month <laughs> oh. <laughs> and at, at this time 
like it just like it was so perfect that that's the tweet that I that I opened uh, Twitter to. So I replied and I was like, "Hey, I'm a British citizen, so this would actually be possible." Uh, and we DM'd about it, and a month later, uh, I had signed my lease to move to the UK. I, me and Owen were moving in together. When, when was uh, this? Even though was this, sorry? Uh, this was the end of 2021, okay. I moved in with Owen January 2022. Oh, jeez. Um, okay. Yeah, and <laughs> at that point, I didn't really know that the UK was kind of the best place to be for Minecraft content creation. I mean, Again, all of my Brighton. content. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know anything about Brighton. I didn't know where I was moving to. I had one British content friend, really. I had a couple other people that I knew, but I, I wasn't super close with. And and I just, I, like, I was just basically doing it because New Zealand is so far away from everything. I knew that the UK would at least be a bit closer. And from the UK, I could visit my friends in America, which it, it didn't end up being as much of a thing. It, I realized, oh, wow, like the UK <laughs> is perfect for content creation. And I made a bunch of awesome friends and stuff in Brighton. But that was kind of the general process was just like New Zealand was too far away. I needed to be somewhere. And the UK came up as an option. I moved in with Owen, who is incredible. And I'm very glad that that happened. Um, and, and now here I am. So you still living in Rome with Owen then? No. Um, I you live in London, right? No, I live in Sheffield now. But oh. I've moved yeah, since since moving to uh, the UK, I lived with Owen for a year in Brighton, uh, and then I lived in Birmingham for four months, and now I live in Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Birmingham was rough. <laughs> this entire time, I thought you lived in bloody London. Oh my days. Okay. No, no. I guess. I guess what shrugs me was I think I saw like a tweet from Maddie saying about going to London, and then obviously the pictures as well. Yeah. Which kind of cemented like, oh, yeah, yeah they live in, but never mind. Ah, uh, so I, and then and so you went from south up to north and then you know so are you, are you settled yeah. down there do you reckon or we'll see i'm uh, since i like since i joined that school basically i have constantly been on the move since i was about 15 years old i've moved on my own to a bunch of different places uh and so it's kind of unpredictable if an opportunity arises that offers me you know, like basically if an opportunity arises to I- experience something new or something that i haven't experienced before i will pretty much always say yes so i can't say here and confidently be like oh yeah i'll definitely be here but i'm happy here uh, i'm enjoying living here i have a good little, little group of friends in sheffield that i enjoy hanging out with and stuff and i'm very grateful for so we'll see <laughs> fair enough yeah sorry i didn't mean to get too personal there i guess it kind of just all linked no, that's in with each other so i've always said i either want to stay in london and move into central central london or i want to move to brighton i'm kind of we're, we're, we're torn that's right fair. now but brighton can be expensive especially for how yeah, much Bright- brighton is expensive well. oh. <laughs> so you know i'd have to be doing pretty pretty well uh, with, with content to actually fully decided because even both is expensive you know <laughs> so it's like i've chosen yeah, two london two is ones. yeah yeah fair enough uh moving back into your content life then echo mm-hmm. i think it's time we talk about smps we've, we've been recording now for okay. over 40 minutes oh my oh my okay i didn't realize the time uh, i can yeah <laughs> and, and we're, we're yet to talk about like your most prominent part of content i guess on so prominent nowadays part of content it's what i know yeah. you more for anyways smps so uh i had kof on the podcast a while back i'm not sure if you listened okay. but i know you saw it and uh, yeah. something that 
that they mentioned was that you and him signed up to Origins SP. You did a video application together, am I correct? Outsiders. It was outsiders. outsiders. Why have I said Origins? I have Outsiders. <laughs> I could have signed up with Kyle Juro into Outsiders SP. So why have I said Origins? <laughs> Sorry. You signed up together okay, for Outsiders okay. SP. It was, it was the first yeah. um, SP that was taken over by Power Creations, but not as Power Creations at the time. So there you go. I yeah. know what I'm talking about. Uh, what, <laughs> what, was the, what was the deal with, with the duo application? I want to hear it from your POV. Yeah, I think Kyle and I, by this point, um, as streamers, we, we'd gotten, what streamers and friends, we'd gotten close enough that we kind of did things as a duo. Like if I was thinking about doing something, I would text Kyle and be like, hey, what do you think of this or whatever? And alongside everyone in the content scene, uh, we had gotten like, I probably like, I wasn't bored of Bed Wars by this point, but I was looking at people that created other content, recognizing that it looked like a lot of fun. So I, I had seen uh, Owen, who was on another SMP beforehand that uh, uh, Kyle and I, I were also on. <laughs> uh, and I had seen Owen's TikToks on Outsiders. And I was like, oh, this content is like super inspiring. I want to do stuff like that. I want to be on Outsiders. So when Outsiders application started, I texted Kyle and I was like, hey man, we should apply. We sat in call, I think that entire day, just like writing script and, and, and deciding to actually do it. And I remember at the time, a similar way to that conversation of going like, oh, I want to be a content creator was embarrassing because I was a Bedwars streamer and most of my other friends were just Bedwars streamers going like, oh, I want to join this law based SMP felt like a little bit of a like embarrassing thing to <laughs> be doing, which is funny now because that's like my entire thing. <laughs> uh, but I I like it was very foreign to me as an idea to, to do. Um, I've always enjoyed storytelling and I've enjoyed film and literature and, and writing things. So it made sense logically that I was interested in it. But yeah, Outsiders changed me a lot. It taught me a lot about content and stuff. Considering as well how much, because once I got on, it was still so new to me. I didn't actually play Outsiders as much as I would now if it was a, a thing again. I look back and I'm like, wow, I, I didn't spend that much time on that server, but it, it truly taught me so much and also set like set off a spark in me to want to keep telling good stories, telling impactful stories and, and stuff like that. Correct me if I'm wrong here. It was harder for you to get involved in law because of time zones. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I heard I heard something about having to wake up at 6am to, uh, yeah. to, to get involved in law, so it wasn't really too ideal for you outsiders. Yeah, I didn't even like, I obviously that's been something I've thought about a lot, but I didn't think about that just now when I was talking about it. Yeah, if I wanted to stream on Outsiders during my normal stream time, which I don't think I ever did, uh, no one would ever be online. So if I wanted to stream alongside other people, or if I wanted to be a part of any of the events that happened every couple of weeks, or probably not on Outsiders when I'm thinking of other projects, but uh, any of the like main lore story pieces, if I wanted my character to be involved, I had to wake up yeah, at 6am or not sleep as I probably did back then uh, and stay up until 6am. If you don't mind sharing, what was like, I can imagine it was quite hard going from having your Bedwars viewers into having SMP viewers. <laughs> so how did you, because I don't think, I feel, I, at first I felt like I did a good job, but now like I average about four viewers on Twitch, which I'm fine with, like I don't mind. But you know, to switch from Bedrock content to Java content, I know they're different platforms, but I feel like 
I was mm. still relatively doing the same thing, just on a different platform. However, my viewers just tanked. So how exactly did you save it? Was it because like you were involved with SMP laws who quickly got introduced with a new community? Or did you ever do you ever know? Or is it just something that kind of just happened? Um, that's an interesting question. I think Outsiders probably isn't the the project to look at that too specifically for because I, I think Outsiders did well enough as its own thing that I didn't have to worry too much. Like Outsiders was a really big project to be a part of so it was like even though i was a sizable creator i think it was averaging like 100 120 as a bed wars streamer they were at completely different times so it was almost like streaming to a different audience i do remember like the one funny story to do with this is that my very very first law stream uh i had a lot of my regulars there because it was like huge for me at the time it was like really cool to be part of this project uh and so a lot of my regulars were there and in a similar way to like we have all the bits in the community now they created their own little bit of it because i think most of them just didn't watch <laughs> law streams so they were like this is not my style of content what do i do so they <laughs> turned it into, into a joke where they were oh, i can't even remember they were just talking about like in like calling calling themselves insiders and like just doing like little bits like that in chat so whilst i was trying to be super serious in my very first law stream and i was super nervous and everything i turned over and looked over at my chat and they were all like laughing and joking and <laughs> doing little bits and talking about balls or something like that i can't i can't remember specifically nice. but they were they were all joking around and i was trying to be all like dark and serious and stuff and it was i remember that being very funny where it was like it was it was a bit of an adjustment for them i think the other thing is that i as much as i only did bed wars before that point somehow a lot of my viewers weren't Minecraft viewers, weren't Bedwars viewers. Oops, uh. Sorry. Um, so a lot of them... I think even now, like a lot of my viewership, if I, no matter what I stream, they're pretty happy to to come along to those streams and, and stuff as long as I'm like being me and, and yapping and stuff. But I do think there was a general bit of it where I hadn't done a thing like that. So it was hard for them to take me serious and hard for them to take the, ser uh, the story serious. Uh, and I think it took until Rats for that to really uh, change. Speaking of Rats, perfect transition. Yep. <laughs> so this was the second SMP or like, I mean, maybe you played in a few here and there, but I'm going to mainly talk about you know outsiders rats and pirates and as obviously you have something else another smp that you want to touch on but uh with rats smp you were invited to this i believe you didn't have to apply to yeah. this right yeah 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 so well, you mentioned oh yeah you're not you got go on take the floor <laughs> take the floor with whatever now yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, it's interesting with rats because uh, like when when it started was when I was living with Owen. So Owen had started Power Creations and uh -oh. stuff, but I, I didn't know what the project was until one random night. Uh, I had finished my own stream. Owen had finished his stream and I was walking through the, the hall in our old apartment uh, <laughs> and Owen like opens the door from his bedroom and he goes, I have an idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he tells me about it. He, he's like rats in Minecraft. Like we're all like we're little small and we live i don't know i don't know how developed the idea was at that point but essentially rats in minecraft and it was always the like dancing around where i'd go like oh my god that's so cool like i'm so excited about that idea but not wanting to not wanting to assume that he was inviting me to also be on the project yeah just um, running it through you kind of thing yeah exactly um so i i can't remember if he said that day uh that i would be on it or not but over the next couple of weeks 
weeks whenever he was like developing something for it when he was talking to no name about uh, them building some of the code or like the back end for different things he would just like keep me posted about updates and stuff and i'd ask him about it and stuff obviously we lived together so we were talking about what we were both working on so getting to see it from that perspective i i got like a great appreciation for how much work goes into the pal creation stuff uh, but also uh i got to sort of like input into the ideas and stuff and, and see the behind the scenes of it all uh and at some point uh it probably came up as a conversation where i was like dude this is so cool like i i want to be involved in this and because oh and i were close like it, he was like yeah of course i'm gonna invite you it was like it was it, it, it was stupid of me to even you know think that that needed to be a conversation and and that that was obviously nice um but yeah that that's how the start of uh rats happened i do want to say uh just for the sake of like consistency i was on another smp between outsiders and uh rats called area unknown which oh, i didn't do much storytelling on, on yes oh, yeah i'm okay. still on area unknown i'm just yes yeah, very right. inactive <laughs> yeah i watch um, um, i watch heike stream that quite a decent amount yeah yeah so the early area unknown was full vanilla and i had a character and everything i just never did the lore stuff for the character i just kind of like had the idea for it and and did like a couple little bits unintentionally with my friends on there it was a lot of fun I, early area unknown i was involved with a lot more and i had a lot of fun during that period of time i will definitely end up back on area unknown at some point because I, I love everyone that's involved in that project and stuff but yeah that was it, it didn't um do much for lore stuff but it got me i think a little bit more comfortable with streaming smp style content because even after outsiders i went back to bed wars and then after oh. that i switched to hardcore and area unknown streams and between hard Hardcore and area unknown stuff. I became a lot more of a survival Minecraft streamer, which I worked for me than being a rats. Even though rats is a lot different to uh, regular Minecraft, I think that helped me a lot for switching that style of content. I think that's where my issue lies. I don't really know what I want to do with streaming. Like I can't. Yeah. I, I struggled to find interest when it comes to just playing the game. Like I streamed for half an hour the other day, and I was kind of already done with MCC Island. I don't want to stream Hotplight because I know I'll kind of get into the whole grinding aspect of things, but then I'll be bad at. <laughs> and I'll just throw me off. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I and like I've tried hardcore; it was fun. But once I got full never right armor, I didn't want to do the building aspect of things. Just like, where, <laughs> where what do I do? Like that's I, that's why I kind of had the podcast, but I can't exactly do the podcast on streams. So that's why most of my streams now are kind of just me sitting there chatting. But then it's kind of hard to build like build like if something on that, especially without a face cam. I, I'd love to do a face cam. There's a reason I don't, and it's because it's just like I can have a green screen in my room, but the way my room's set up, it's just too small to like get a green screen behind me. I don't want my backdrop my backdrop isn't nice so i think like one day when i move out i'd love to do face cam but it's hard it's hard to choose what i want to do because it's very much trying to build on my personality and on my voice but other than that i can't really do much if that makes sense yeah i i find it super interesting breaking down content and in how you grow and stuff and i think twitch right now is in a dreadful place for doing that for going from like uh, at any point to to building a new audience that you didn't have uh, yeah. prior uh and I, I look at it and even if if we were to go back to peak, uh, what is it called? To like peak COVID when there was a bunch of viewers and a bunch of influx and, and stuff. I, I like, I, I even then, I don't know how I grew. I have said this a lot, but I didn't like have a strategy. I just streamed a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, I posted on, post on TikTok for about a week and I... I, even, I have like 10,000 followers on TikTok, but 
those are all from that week of posting. And then I didn't like the viewers I got from TikTok. So I stopped posting. I, I don't know. Growing on Twitch is literally unfathomable to me. I do not know how you do it, even though I did it. <laughs> um, so it's kind of, it's hard to break down those issues, I think. But the most important thing and the only piece of advice I can really give and what I think did help me was that I am always doing something that I would enjoy, whether it was on or off stream. I'm doing something that like I'd have fun doing no matter what. Because when someone new comes in, that's the part I cannot work out how you do it on Twitch is like to get someone new to come in, no clue. But when someone does come into your stream, if you aren't having fun, that they are not gonna like enjoy watching the stream so that's the that's the bare minimum that's the most important thing i think is, is doing something that you would do on or off stream and having fun with it and i know that's cliche but that's that's literally the only piece of advice i've always given when anyone in my chat is like how do you grow how do you do this i'm like i have no clue <laughs> But have fun with it. There's no point otherwise. I saw uh, I saw something on Twitter. I was like, you know, how you mentioned about it being the first thing that you saw. This was uh, this was what I saw as well. It's like a bit of Twitch advice. I don't normally look uh -huh. at those threads, and I don't normally read them because I'm like, ah, oh, they're all kind of just silly. But in this one, I was kind of being uh, like um, curious about for some bizarre reason. And I read it. Mm -hmm. and they said something that was that I thought, oh, actually, this is maybe a good bit of advice. They called it the 15 second rule. They said yeah. always act like somebody new's clicking on your stream and act like you would for 15 seconds. If if you knew they were there or something like that yeah it's like because that's actually really interesting yeah, that is just... that is an interesting yeah I've never heard of the 15 second rule before, so. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, during COVID, I was averaging some, like, between 40 and 60 viewers. I was living a time yeah. of my life. But the thing is, what I always look back and I realize as well, and it's kind of sad, and but I'm open to admitting it, is I never appreciated it enough. I always wanted okay. more. During the time, I always wanted more. Like, I was averaging 60 viewers, and instead of being happy with it, I wanted 15 more so I could get a partner. And like, I know yeah, everyone right. does, but that was my goal. I was like, in the end, I was kind of forcing myself to stream sometimes just so I could try and get the viewer count up. And yeah, it's like, partner grinders is dreadful is such a <laughs> harrowing thing but yeah I, I, yeah exactly but i mean i just more so it wasn't just a partner grind it was more just so like even had i ended up getting partnered there probably would have been a stage where i'd be like okay now i want 100 viewers i want this yeah. now. and I was, I, i'd never appreciate it enough and now i kind of turn around in the back on him like realize where would i have been but then it's also a case of there's a reason i didn't appreciate it enough because now i appreciate the viewers i get on the podcast and you know i don't yeah you don't you get a different yeah you get a different perspective on 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 things exactly i mean I don't average loads of viewers on the podcast. I know that and I'm open to admitting that. But I appreciate it nonetheless. Whereas like me two years ago with this view account, I would have already stopped doing the podcast. But then if I'd already stopped and I wouldn't have been sitting down with you and I wouldn't have sit down with some of the really cool creators I have. I mean, you know, the podcast that came out on Friday from when I'm recording this was the Apocrina podcast. And they said the yeah. exact same thing you did when when Owen said about the idea. They was like, oh, it's, imagine there's rats in a house in Minecraft. <laughs> and you both said it literally word for word the exact same way. And it's just, it's called to hear that but had i have given up earlier this year because i didn't appreciate the viewer counts i would have never heard both yeah. of you say the same thing yeah i mean i think that comes with naivety I, I think i had a pretty poor mindset towards streaming and towards numbers and stuff it sounds similar to how uh you did when you uh were streaming during uh covid probably because we're the same age or similar age in that like we, we were younger you're a little naive and also any amount of like random influx of of viewers or numbers or whatever it kind of 
like that's not meant to happen our like COVID brains meant aren't to happen have your account yeah but but just like like computers in general aren't meant to exist in nature like they aren't a natural thing that uh, our brains yeah. are built to process and so i i think any way that you react to that is completely valid as long as you learn and grow from it and yeah, so yeah. i look back on it and i'm like there's definitely like ways that i approach content or ways that i thought about numbers that were immature when i was like starting out in my first like six months where i had just gotten like a flux of viewers and a huge influx of followers and so uh like i was looking at things i think a little bit more analytically and i'm, I'm at a point now where like i couldn't tell you what my stream today averaged i couldn't tell you what my stream last week averaged i have no clue because even though it's my job i'm aware of the fact that on twitch there is so little control when i have a bad stream in terms of viewership it is not because <laughs> unfortunately i would much rather i be in control of this and be able to say like oh it's because i did something wrong or i did something well but unfortunately twitch is just like unpredictable and and that unpredictable nature means like as long as i keep making stuff i'm proud of and i keep improving day by day i'm happy with it obviously you can look at it and there's nothing wrong with it um but you can look at it and go like like, okay, if I, you know, post on this platform to promote it and stuff, because that's reality. For Twitch, you should be posting on other places. If you really want to grow, you should be posting on TikTok and YouTube and stuff like that. I know, obviously, the podcast has a YouTube, so there's other avenues of, uh, or I mean, extremes of, in orbits of at the time, in. had a YouTube, and I was constantly pumping out content on yeah. that, so. Yeah, but just, that's basically, for me, if you're looking at just Twitch, I don't think looking at analytics and, and thinking about them helps at all, and I've learned that now, but yeah, that's, I don't think there's anything wrong with having that naive younger perspective as long as what you're doing right now is happening where you're going like oh i look back and it's like oh i didn't appreciate that at all now you appreciate it you've learned that lesson and, and that's kind of that's the important thing yeah exactly i mean i i agree with you on like part of the aspects of you know like the viewer accounts not being in full control but i think with how i mentioned earlier that like i don't really know what i want to do with my streams is i think yeah. a part of it is because of me as well because i look here and i go live and i see all the other people are live and i'm just like it's understandable why viewers who used like you when i started in this community would watch me choose like not to watch both streams at the same time i, I look back and i'm like there are better streamers than me you know and i, I guess that's part of and that's not that's not me trying to be like oh you know yeah yeah a good streamer it's like i'm so <laughs> i'm so realistic to the point where i mean it's like i said to uh it's like i said to uh apo on on that sorry i know i'm referring to another podcast again but i, I hope <laughs> no you're good no it's you're like, good I, I love apo so it's fine <laughs> it's like i said to him straight up i said i'd love to join uh one of creations SMPs. I'd love to, but I'm not going to commit myself to it. And I know I'm not. I'd love to do an SMP, but have I got the time to do it with work, with the podcast, with hopefully streaming, with spending time with family and stuff? No, I'm not going to. And it's like, I'm real in an aspect of I'd love to, but that's not me going, oh, please invite me, please. Because I know I'm yeah. not going to like play it loads, you know? Yeah, I think there's I there's I'm an interesting thing. Um, I think this, this kind of discourse happens a lot more with video games, but I've seen it a lot where people basically go like, oh, how am I meant to compete with these? Like, it, it'll be someone that works a, a nine to five in real life job and they're like oh i love playing call of duty growing up i like i played so much call of duty and i want to play the new call of duties but every time i get on there's a 14 year old <laughs> that does <laughs> yeah. nothing other than play call of duty all day that can play it way more than me that can be way better than me and you can look at it that way and and it's true like like realistically even myself like there will always be no matter who you are i mean obviously there's someone that spends the most time or spends the most effort but most of the time no matter who you are unless you are the one person at the top <laughs> um <laughs> there's someone 
working harder than you, there's someone that maybe is quote unquote better than you. It's very hard to measure content creation in terms of like better than, but um, like there will always be that. So if you, if you break it down that way, I think it can be a little bit demoralizing or a little bit like, like it's important maybe to be honest with yourself about it and be honest with it. But I always looked at Twitch and saw it as like people couldn't like when when I look at other content creators, I don't think that often someone else is stealing views, not stealing, but like someone else being a better streamer takes views from you. I think you being a better streamer than yourself a month ago or six weeks ago or yesterday is the only real way that you gain viewers. I don't think you get them from being better than someone else or from like them stealing your viewership or anything like that. Um, in a, yeah, in a I, way. I, so I feel like it's less productive like to look at it that way. Awesome. Yeah, no, no, I know, I know. But I'm, I'm more in a general context. Like, I think it should always just be like, be better than you were before and yeah. keep improving as a content creator. I mean, more what I was trying to get as well, just to kind of emphasize on here was like, sometimes I'll be live and I'll be live for maybe like 45 minutes and I'll end yeah. my stream just to go watch someone who's just gone live because I just <laughs> much, and it's, it's horrible mentality and I know it is and I, I know it's horrible, but I mean, I just don't put in the work for streaming as much as I used to and I know that and I can fully admit that. Mm-hmm. But at least I can turn around and sit down with you right now and fully admit I am ending my stream sometimes so I can go and watch a streamer I'd like to watch, you know? Yeah. And I, sometimes I even raid into them. I mean, like, you know, sometimes I like, join your subathon, for instance, you might go into a game and I'm like, oh, I want to watch Akko play that game. <laughs> so I'll end my stream to go and watch you play the game because I'm just like, yeah. Because I, I haven't got the mentality of I want to stream, I want to stream, I want to stream because I don't know what I want to do yet. I, I haven't yeah. found it. I had it as MCC Island, but I don't want to keep streaming MCC Island. I haven't found love for it much. So what do I do next? I, that's why I put so much time into the podcast. That's why I upload twice yeah. a week. And I, I guess that kind of links back to your, there's always some working hard than you a lot of people are like oh how do you how do you do it and i'm like what do you mean it's like oh, how do, like you upload two podcasts like weekly yeah yeah i'm putting in the work for it you know i'm i'm I yeah want that's what you want to be something. doing right now yeah, so, you know, yeah. that's that's why I, that's why i do a lot more podcasts and i do streaming to answer anyone who's been asking why do i not stream so much anymore if you're listening <laughs> that's why so yeah that's fair uh, but rats smp <laughs> oh god do you have a do you have any fun stories about that oh god rats rats was a very fun project i find it interesting to look back on because um i now having the context of like outside uh, not outside pirates versus or not versus but pirates and rats i i had the most fun so far on on pirates but i know most of the people that have been involved in both both projects had more fun on uh rats because of the playful energy of it because of it being i think a little bit more uh laid back a little bit less heavy i look back on on rats so fondly um there there are days where i'm like oh i, I would love to just <laughs> role play as a silly little rat right now <laughs> um <laughs> which which is such a weird concept uh to understand or to, to know. I get it, um, I get it. Yeah. I, I can't think of, like, one individual, like, one of the funniest memories or whatever. There's a lot of, like, funny different, like, little parts throughout Rats and stuff. But realistically, I just think it, it was a cool thought exercise for myself. Like, the the cool, the cool part where I look at it and I'm like, this is how it improved me. Uh, this is how it intellectually challenged me. It is going, like, um, the way that uh, it got me to... I. I I think being a rat was so different to being a like to anything else that the character I made was so much more unique than characters I often thought about or like characters I maybe would have written for anything else. And so being able to do that, it kind of forced me into this bubble of like, oh, I really
really want to create something that makes my rat unique, makes my rat stand out against all the other rats, so that when people see this like rats project, I can go like, oh, you remember the purple one, the, the poet one, um, the one that you know had this story arc. I wanted to make sure that the content I was making uh, was special on rats, uh, and so I think I spent a lot more time thinking about it in that way um, and going about it in that way. Uh, but yeah, I, I loved rats. I um, was very excited when the project finally finally started uh, and I look back on it and I'm just like super proud of everyone that was involved in it. It's also the time I met a lot of those people for the first time. Based on just what you've said here and based on what I know, because I, I never, I keep saying obviously, it's not obvious. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I wasn't really around for rats. I, I, okay. I wasn't really, I wasn't around at all for rats. Uh, I know about the rats SMP panel at TwitchCon, didn't go to it because I had no clue what it was, but I know a lot of content creators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like recently interacted with in this community or went to it. But just based on what you said and stuff, it corrects me if I'm wrong here, but it feels like, you know, it's, it was it was a lot more fun because Pirates was very like in-depth, like, you know, really in-depth, serious kind of vibes. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to talk about, you know, your your how you saw off Pirates, which was amazing. <laughs> I just want to say that, by the way. But Thank you. Just like that blip alone or that like whole interaction alone compared to what you've explained about Rats, that's probably why it was like more, not more memorable, for example, but like, you know, it was, it was silly, goofy, I'm a rat in the house compared to very in-depth like sobby kind yeah of. not sobby yeah you get i what think I mean. we yeah we also had um like on on pirates we're all in those different factions and stuff and you kind of have to run between those areas to find each other on rats we all lived in one attic and there was one main exit and one main entrance so if you were streaming on rats at the same time as another streamer, you were guaranteed to run into that other streamer. Uh, like it just, go it, it was going them. to happen. And so, no, on pirates, you have to go looking for them, but That's on rats, you didn't have like, to. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, 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 yeah. On, on, on rats, it was just like, if you were online at the same time as someone else, you were going to have a conversation with them. And so I think for me, I stream solo 90% of the time, but I think for a lot of the other streamers that have been a part of rats and a part of pirates, they like having those interactions a lot and so they uh, enjoyed that side of rats whereas for me that gave me a lot of anxiety because <laughs> uh, I, I don't know I like hanging out with my chat and, and stuff like that but yeah a new experience, I, I love I loved rats yeah I loved rats I just like pirates more <laughs> and then moving into pirates which you you liked more see so when you said earlier about the people liking preferring rats more I thought that was that was you as well but you preferred pirates more which is no yeah sorry my bad I, I, I picked that up wrong earlier on I have no, a question you... I don't really know what it means so that's why I'm okay. asking you. So I saw a tweet from early December. I think it was on the 11th of December. I don't have the Twitter name. I'm very sorry. But they okay. made a tweet, which you responded to, saying, on the brighter side, P exclamation mark echo did what C exclamation mark, exclamation mark echo couldn't. <laughs> what What is C exclamation mark echo? What does this mean? <laughs> okay, C exclamation mark echo nine times out of ten refers to outsiders. Oh, why is because it Because C? C means canon. So the whole exclamation mark thing starts with, I mean, it's not unique P, to our community pirates, yeah. it's pirates now yeah but um c exclamation mark is it just means canon so all of them are technically a version of c exclamation mark they're because they're my canonical character it's a way for them to differentiate between talking about me as a content creator and me as a character yeah um, i just didn't know what the c part meant. so it's like c yeah 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 so c is the original form of that <laughs> I, I, 
I wait. I need to find. Did, was there an image on that tweet? No, it was just a tweet. Okay. Um, I think I have, might have it bookmarked, and if I do, I can I can give credit to the person I found it from. Uh, that which account did I bookmark it on? Was it this account? No, it was the podcast account I bookmarked it on, which is ironic because it was for the podcast. Um, okay, I found it. I oh, found, found it. it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's from 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 Kelp. Oh oh Kelp Art, and you you replied to it. What did you say? You said uh. Okay, I I didn't. It. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I asked him what it meant. I was confused about <laughs> I said am I stupid <laughs> what does this mean um, basically uh, on outsiders uh, spoilers if you're somehow listening this far into the podcast and you haven't <laughs> seen the outsiders which is so old at this point um, on outsiders my character almost died and in order for me to not die Kyle's character saved me oh. so Pirate Echo in this Wait, case Kyle now. Spo- oh, no. Kyle, Kyle did die. Yeah, spoilers. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm so sure Kyle died now, saving me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kyle died saving me on Outsiders, and Scott almost died saving me on Pirates. But that's Piaco saved Scott <laughs> in in the way that uh, Siaco didn't save Kyle. <laughs> okay, all right. That just makes the sob story even bigger. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier on, um, uh, you know, uh, I guess we've already said spoilers multiple times, so people know it's going to be multiple yeah. spoilers. It's a uh, with. What was I going to say? Oh yeah. So earlier I mentioned about the uh, the the piece or like the way you saw off Paris SMP. But it was amazing. Yeah. I stand by it absolute beautiful piece of art and you you've already kind of touched on it there about not about saving scott and stuff like that uh, can you yeah. just I, I guess just explain that hentai thing the fall behind it how you went and like you sat in front of the stars obviously i know i mean i, I followed your pirate streams quite heavily uh, especially mm-hmm. the more parts even if i missed the stream i actually went back and forth watched you a lot did the same with kyle so what are some always always say that i get the whole in detail about that yeah I, I going into pirates i spent more time than i did with rats and I didn't spend any time on this before going into Outsiders, building up a story that I wanted to tell throughout the project. Uh, I did it on Rats, but not to this extent. So it's kind of nice to see like the slow progression of this, of like building a story and and like prepping it and everything. But I had key components that I knew I wanted to hit. I just didn't know how they would manifest themselves in uh, relation to other people's characters and stuff. So Scott and I's lore building throughout gave me obviously a very easy uh, character to use along, or not use, because like obviously Scott, <laughs> it's good for Scott's story as well, but some like someone to have as a plot device for my own story and for the way that I wanted to go about it. So I, I planned having that underground tavern that Scott and I go to, um, the city of Kishi. I had that all planned from the very, very beginning and having it reference the poem Ozymandias and, and everything like that was important to me because I've wanted to make a reference to Ozymandias in an SMP for so long. <laughs> it's one of my favorite pieces of literature. Um, but further than that, it overall as a story the the lesson of it or the most important thing or the way that like i can it like works through emotions all of that is a a result of me writing a story unintentionally to help myself work through something i was struggling with in my own life and so the the concept of loss and and death is something that i've thought about a lot over the last couple of years um i've unfortunately lost lost a few people close to me in that broad period of time yeah, sorry. Uh, 
and so it was one it was one of those things that i just i wanted to i wanted to work through obviously and then i ended up writing a story that directly reflected it and it made it very easy to play a character going through that because i could uh understand those emotions deeper and and doing it in character as well um kind of helped me to see it from an outside perspective maybe be kinder to myself but also i think the cool part of it is seeing other people relate to it with their own stories and and seeing them connect to it and everything and so telling a story that had those themes and stuff it's it's really powerful to me but it's also super silly to look at and be like wow i worked through this you know traumatic experience this (laughs) very emotional thing in my life Part of the way I worked through it, and I'm continuing to work through it, was Minecraft roleplay. And I think that's really silly, but I also also think it's really cool because there's so many awesome people that are also invested in the story and who have watched it from start to finish and and now, you know, have hopefully been helped through their own things or, you know, just at least have a story that they enjoyed watching that they found entertaining, emotional, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I I know you're not saying, like, it's silly in, like, a natural silly way, but, like, you know, I mean, it's it's kind of... I mean... I, I reckon it has. It, it, if it's helped you, it's helped other people. It's the same way. Like yeah. a little while back, we did a we did a mental health podcast back in November for men's mental mm-hmm. health, and we talked to, I talked about a lot about my audio and my own experiences, which I don't really talk about a lot. But I came out and talked about on the podcast, and so be it. Our podcast didn't do well for views per se, but there's a part of me that hopes that it had an impact on at least one or two people listening. And you know, if your yeah. story, if your story was made for that reason, and you know that someone going through the same thing probably picked up on that, and it probably helped them. And you know, it's all about dealing yeah, with it in specific with ways. It. Connected, exactly. Yeah. And then it meant even more, and it was able to get more involved. And you know, like that, that you know, people find copium and not copium, shouldn't use that word here, but people find comfort in different ways. And you know, one of them is through doing things that you enjoy, things that you love. And one thing you did was through Minecraft roleplay, and it works perfectly. Yeah, yeah. So it was a very, very great piece of storytelling. And then at the end, you know, you sat, you looked to the stars, you were talking. It's like, yeah, it was, it was very emotional. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I tend not. That to was the goal. Role play, but you know, it was. Uh, it, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you are very talented. I'll give you that much, Aka. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's cool to see as well because I think if I attempted anything even slightly as as. Uh, Quran does that story uh in 2020 oh. yeah, yeah whenever i was in outsiders that oh, period of time yeah. yeah i wouldn't have gotten anywhere close to telling as good a story as that so it's nice to look at it and be like wow i started on outsiders and i was super amateur and my acting on the server was not that great and my writing was like all right looking back on it and stuff i i look on it fondly because it was fun but seeing the comparison now it's really cool to, to be like yes i improve you know links back to what we were talking about earlier looking at yourself for instance with the podcast i always say it like you know i sometimes look back on old podcasts and i'm like hmm they're just not good compared to what how i can talk now like the way i've just been yeah. able to sit like the way you know even the way we joined the call you know i made the joke about being a massive fan which was like the way i said it was a joke not me being a fan <laughs> of I, I'll, I'll admit that you know i'm happy that yeah, yeah yeah but like you know i'm not sitting in the call i'm not fanboy and i'm not careful about what i'm saying i'm not all that kind of stuff like i'm just having a yeah. conversation with you as a human and back on the back in the day of the podcast i could do that with people i'd interacted with but if i'd gotten someone on who i hadn't interacted with it's all about growth it's all about improving yourself and you know you've done an amazing job yeah that so i'm excited to see what what your next smp venture is like yeah i I, i'm excited for it too hopefully it's another step above hopefully it just keeps you know keep improving you on pirates correct me if i'm wrong again here 
and this is this is my own piece of just from what I remember, so it could be completely wrong. You grinded to be one of the richest pirates, right? Or no? <laughs> yeah, I had like I think I think I peaked at like a hundred and fifty thousand gold, something like that. Was it hard, kind of not throwing it all down the drain, but you grinded that long? Like, did you always have this ending from the start, or was it something? Because I know you mentioned about how like you wanted to go with your character, but was it always going to end like this? Was there you know little parts? That's thing, actually. Like, hmm, I didn't know my character was gonna die when I started writing. Oh, you Pirate. didn't choose it. Oh, I, no, I did choose. I did choose that in the end, but that wasn't that wasn't, that wasn't one of the though. things that I. Yeah, so I I planned a lot of things from the start, but my death was not actually one of them. Ooh. It got later and later in Pirates, and I hadn't decided whether I wanted my character to die or not. Uh, and eventually, I was like, basically, because my character hasn't died in another project, and because I had the perfect opportunity like me and scott were going to do that that stream in kishi either way it was just whether or not i died when we were in there so looking at it it was like that was the perfect place to die that was the perfect stream to do it on and stuff and so it was like okay this all fits but yeah that was that was my approach was there a, <laughs> i feel like i didn't answer a question i feel like no, i no, said you answered yeah it, you answered it i mean okay, I guess because I, I was kind of building into like a second part of the question as well so that's probably where yeah you get it from is like i mean you've, you've kind of answered it in this like because i was gonna say how does it feel kind of grinding to be that rich and then your character just dies that was like, it. All, yeah, that, the money. all that progress <laughs> huh? yeah i was i was gonna say um because actually right at the end before i leave the pirate isles i i took all of my money out and i put it in a chest for scott to have so i gave it all to scott but i did have one thing that i was sad about that with which was just that pirates was ending too soon for me to do this i wanted to get a million gold on the server uh, However, the time that we had, that was just not possible for me to do because there was um a golden hull, which just was like like your boat made of gold, and I really, really wanted that. Um, <laughs> but I can proudly say that when I took all my money out of my vault and pretty much for the last like month of the server, I individually had more gold than every other pirate combined. Oh. <laughs> which is kind of funny. And then you died. So it shows that, you know, you can't take money with you, right? If you're we're gonna take no, yeah. If you're gonna take a, a a serious topic from this, you know. Yeah, I mean that fun. that is actually one of the lessons of, of pirates, like it, it, hedonism, um, or the the opposite of hedonism, um, in that there's no value in physical possessions and and stuff like that. That is one of the key themes of my personal story that I wanted to tell. There we go. See, I got it. I mean, mine kind of came from Ebenezer Scrooge, but you know, <laughs> it works. It works. You know, I got, I got, I picked up what you were putting down. There we go. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess that's, I guess that's it for the SMP talk. Unless you have something that I haven't, I haven't mentioned that you wanted to talk about, but I feel like we've covered the SMP section of this pretty well. No, yeah. hundred percent. I, I have fixated so much on pirates so I can talk about random things for too long. So it's good. I think we left it there in, in a good place with a, a lesson. <laughs> And plus, if you want to know more about Pirates or you have any questions about Pirates yourself, from when this yeah. podcast is coming out, Akka will be back to streaming. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can ask me live. <laughs> <laughs> Some other topics then, which I don't think we're going to be talking about for too long, but they're cool topics to touch on nonetheless. Okay. One of them is uh, tournaments. Uh, so once again, I don't okay. really have too much to touch on here. Uh, you know, you play in Block Wars, you win MCC Rising 2, uh, you were teams with Gracie, Apo, Olive, I believe, and yourself, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, one question 
question I asked and I want to ask you now to see does that final game of Battle Box haunt you? <laughs> well, I was I was with um Maddie in real life <laughs> talking about this literally yesterday uh because Maddie was one of the teams that cost us points in Battle Box, Maddie's team. Oh. Um, they rushed and they didn't fight us. They didn't try and fight or they did fight us I think in the end, but they like they essentially used the strategy where you rush to fill in all the blocks and it meant we couldn't um, rush yeah. It, it yeah it doesn't haunt me too much i went into rising knowing that like i was gonna try but that the difference between winning and not winning wasn't gonna be a large factor in whether i had fun or not and i look at rising as a stream and I think, uh, like, I haven't watched a ton of MCCs, but I think the fact that it came down to that last Battle Box game and the way that the event played throughout, I think that is one of my most entertaining streams ever in, in general, even though I didn't perform to the level that I maybe would have liked to the entire time. I, I don't have too much like sadness looking back on it where I'm like, oh, I wish that didn't happen. But sometimes I look back, and I'm like, damn it, Maddie, why'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I find quite funny? And I guess it's What's me that? kind of, I'm looking into it into a bit of depth here, but it makes sense when you, uh -huh. when you once you hear it. It's like, you know, you, Racy, I'm not sure about Olive, but Appa, you're all like SM. Is, is Olive an SMP creator or not? Uh, yeah, Olive was on Rats and Pirates, but wasn't super active on Pirates because I think they've been busy with the IRL. IRL stuff but yeah olive definitely i would say like that's not all of olive's content but olive does do smp stuff yeah well it's just coincidental then that you're all smp creators and one of the best pieces of mcc writing was that <laughs> like genuinely you can't you physically can't get better than that of like you know had lime have beat you which they did you know they yeah. were and then when they went on to win dodgeball that meant the lime llamas beat was it cyan i think in in the finals yeah. in both mcc and mcc rising 2 the exact yeah. same ending played out but you guys <laughs> could have stopped it and then the writing in the writing it came down to the final game and you didn't it's just it's just crazy that you're all SMP creators and the one thing that you couldn't write was one of the best pieces <laughs> of writing there is for MCC you know we just naturally do it it just comes naturally to us <laughs> <laughs> you purposely threw it was part of the law so. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly we could have won if we wanted to <laughs> what, what's that whole experience like though MCC Rising so I, I've asked like I've had a lot of creators come on who were in but either of the MCC Rising uh -huh. but I, I, it's always it's always a nice question to ask because everyone has different views on it so yeah i enjoyed it a lot it came at like a super stressful period of time in my personal life so i was going through a lot leading up to uh the rising and i had i didn't have an apartment i <laughs> was staying uh at Lizzie and Joel's at the time, but Lizzie and Joel had gone on holiday, so I was I was on the streets, not not like actually, I was just staying at friends' houses. But uh, I had to stream and play from Eloise's setup, so it was it was like the weird thing of it's one of the most fun I've ever had on stream. It's such a well run event. Uh, uh, was it Nox Crew does such a good job and everything, and I had so much fun. Uh, but I I was also super stressed and super um, upset that I wasn't able to stream from my own setup because playing minecraft on anyone else's setup it always makes me play just like a little bit worse yeah. um but i think the most important thing i look back now like i i met 
or I properly got to know Maddie and Jack Pyrosythe and all of the other uh, MCC Rising contestants throughout that period of time. So I'm very grateful for it. And there are so many lovely people that were involved that I just, I have only good memories from it. It's just interesting to look back and be like, damn, I, was, <laughs> I had so much going on outside of it, but I didn't really get to sit down and appreciate it. I didn't get to practice as much as I wanted to and, and all of that stuff. But you, you, I mean, you all did well anyways. Where did you place in Div? Uh, fourth, I think. Oh, okay. I thought it was third. Okay, I, mean, I, I guess your team did place third, so probably why. Yeah. It's a good placement overall. Yeah. I have a couple games I threw in that I'm like, man, I have no clue how much, because I can never know if playing on my own setup, like how much of a difference it would have made. But I look back and I'm like, man, it would have been nice to at least <laughs> not have this excuse. Yeah, but it's one of those things that you can control, you know, and you know, you see, yeah. you made do with what you had and you did a great job, so. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's all fun overall, so. Do you plan to play in any more tournaments? Do you hope to get in any more? Like, obviously you're in Block Wars, do, do you hope to play in some more or? Yeah, I've been, I think there hasn't been a new casual uh block wars uh not block wars sorry event um because like block wars is almost too sweaty for me <laughs> now not because i'm not good enough but just because like i don't play in events to be super sweaty anymore uh, i enjoy winning them but i don't like try hard practicing beforehand or anything so like there's events uh, like to me i put them in sort of two categories there's like block wars and mcc um and i've done a few charity events where it's like they're their purpose for me is to just like have fun and goof around and stuff and the mini games are all really like fun coded and everything uh and then there are a few events that i haven't been in but i've watched that i look at and if someone personally like invited me to their team or something i maybe would consider it but say uh i think there's what is it pandora's box that's one i look at it and i'm like god that just looks stressful it looks like fun if you enjoy trying hard in minecraft and that is something i enjoyed for a very long time time so i can't look at it and be like oh these guys are cringe but i look at it and i'm like i would just be so stressed by it now um because my streams aren't centered around sweaty content or uh, doing anything like that um and so th there's events like that where it's like I would I would gladly accept an invite if you know if someone wants me to be on their team or whatever for any event pretty much uh, if it's someone I know inviting me like I'll always give it a shot but I'm definitely not going out and seeking events I'm not trying to find events to join or anything like that I'm so, just taking opportunities as they come if they come okay fair enough yeah I uh I I can announce I I recently became the player manager for Minecraft Mayhem so that's pretty cool oh there you go I uh I think I was talking to Sam much thought about mc mayhem but i haven't watched anyone play it i don't know anything about it <laughs> yeah um it's kind of just had a whole like new overhaul with team makers and then i mean okay. manager. it wasn't a reason i asked i just I, it's just kind of just a topic yeah yeah i always ask people when if they're in tournaments what their thoughts on tournaments are so yeah. i thought that'd be fun to announce <laughs> valid valid uh and then uh yeah i guess we're down to the final two topics now then Akko. uh one i've been you thought you thought you know raffle cop tour is going to come late into the podcast now it's quite early <laughs> <laughs> However, something that is coming late into the podcast. Uh, music. So, oh, okay. I've saved it near to the end. So okay. I uh, I was listening to the uh, Forever and Always uh, album to remind myself earlier. And I have picked okay. out a favorite song of mine from it. Oh. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Complicated. Valid. Complicated is a good song. I like Complicated. What's what's the most popular song in that album, actually? I never checked. Uh, I'm glad it's over because... Oh, my God. Yeah, we that's released right. it. 
Yeah. Yeah, we released it as a single ahead of time as well. And then um, obviously CG5 has a decent amount of pull as an artist. Oh, okay. His own, his own stuff. Oh, yeah, they're verified as well. Are you verified? Yeah, oh, you're verified. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, Spotify is like easy to do that. It's not a, it's not a thing on <laughs> Spotify. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so there's obviously the playlist, which is mainly you and Verb. Then there's uh, I'm yeah. Glad It's Over. That's featuring CG5, which is the most popular one. And then you also made your own one called Tideblade featuring I'm, I'm gonna butcher the name here so I'm gonna let you say the name <laughs> oh Tideblade um we've got Roska Miko Valen Young Van and Sewer Person they're all oh on. okay that's a lot Tideblade is one yeah Tideblade is one song um yeah, but yeah. also one EP okay got you so what's what's the, what's the deal with music you haven't really made much in recent years I remember you saying <laughs> on stream it was because of your setup right yeah I have a laptop now so I, I no longer have an excuse we uh, I I have to I have to start making music again now. Um, oh, so you did find but, it on the Boxing Day sale then? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did end up getting one. Yeah. Um, music is something I've been doing uh, since far before I was a content creator, or at least a content creator as Akko. Uh, I made music under a different alias and was completely like involved in a, a certain underground music scene, and and I made a lot of friends. Some of which are still people like I hang out with, like in the content space, because they are uh, involved in it. Whether I like one of them is Niz, who uh, he was a streamer the whole time, or someone like Miko, where it's like Miko is just a good friend of mine. So um, I've tried to keep him involved in my friend groups and introduce him to people because he's really cool and and stuff, and his own musician and content creator in his own right. Um, but yeah, I've been doing music for a while. It's a really nice form of self-expression for myself. Uh, it's something I'm really passionate about, but also something that to me, as much as I release it under Akko and Akko is my job, it's not. It I don't see it as part of my job or part of what I do for a living music is just something that I am super super passionate about and enjoy doing so whenever I want to do it I do it whenever I don't want to do it I don't do it um okay yeah again I know I'm, I'm not I'm full of compliments but they are genuine compliments you, you are good like that, that I did enjoy that that uh, thing I don't know it's like I'm, I'm complimenting you. you about anything but you know it's 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 true yeah. <laughs> I try to be as positive and compliment the guests as much as I can because I bring you on because I find you interesting you know it's so obviously I'm yeah yeah compliment your content as well but overall yeah it's, it's good i'm i'm hoping to see some more from you maybe even drop your own album or ep or anything like that, oh, so. uh, there won't be an album for a long time albums are so exhausting <laughs> but yeah there, there should be music soon um definitely one of those i've been writing and stuff i just haven't been recording so it's just getting myself to record okay you heard it here first uh pre-podcast highlights uh, there'll be an echo <laughs> x rufflecopter collab anytime soon <laughs> <laughs> absolutely zero context oh but my people, God. people in, in the highlights can hear that now when they can decide if they want to carry on watching a podcast due to it so. <laughs> oh my god and then, spoilers uh, crazy. Spo- spoilers my bad sorry sorry I forgot I, d- I just saw your DM saying that I'm not allowed to say that publicly my bad <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh well it's not getting cut out it's oh well oh well we'll leave it in the edit <laughs> we'll leave it in the edit anyways yeah exactly <laughs> and then the final topic before we move into the Twitter questions is that okay. you are a football fan Yes. So why, why Chelsea? Uh, when I was eight years old, I had 
uh, FIFA 09 on my Ooh. PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 3, okay. one of the two. Um, and FIFA 09, uh, I used to play like against all my friends and stuff. We'd like to be like sitting there gaming or whatever. And just my favorite team to play as was Chelsea. It was like that, that was it. I just enjoyed playing as Chelsea. Right. Um, and so I was like, this is my team now. And I've just stuck with them since. Obviously, since that point, I fell in love with the club. I've gotten to go to Sanford Bridge myself. Um, I've watched like almost every season since then there was a, there was a few year period where i wasn't that interested in football but um like i know everything there is to know about our squad now and transfers and stuff football is like one of my longest serving and one of my most like in-depth hyper fixations in my life where i've just like i love football and i i used to like football was my entire life up until i was like 15 i used to play football like seven times a week for trainings and i had like three games i played for two different teams i was uh getting scouted and stuff and and then nice. suddenly i wasn't as interested in it but yeah i would i used to be very very good at football and i used to be very very heavily invested in it so it's definitely something that i still just really really enjoy and love chase fair play okay uh, i i up until recently supported manchester united uh so oh, my, well so okay so i know a lot of people are gonna be like eh, eh, but there's there's context and i'll provide <laughs> it uh, so when i was younger my uncle supported used to live up in manchester so he supported united of course okay. at the time you know they were only the only real team to support then when he moved down to london he supported arsenal uh but because wow. uh, <laughs> well, i guess crazy. i guess it's just he supported teams he could watch locally. yeah 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 uh, so but because of it because he originally supported united i carried on supporting united because i was like yeah uh-huh. and i was younger so i was like you know i might as well just stick to it and then like you know i've supported them you know for ever since fergie left i guess still been a supporter but then now i'm in a place where i'm older you know my parents have never been interested in football so now that i'm uh-huh. at a place where i'm older and i can kind of decide for myself what team i want to support I, I i mean i've never really been a solid supporter of a team but i i don't live too far from west ham so now I, oh, I've, okay. I've been going to their games quite a lot so i'm like there's no point in me going to their games and like rooting for them to win if i'm not gonna support them you know yeah. like i might yeah, yeah. i might as well at that point so i, I mean it being say- a local team is is a lot more of a, a reason to support them as well i obviously didn't have that growing up because i lived in new zealand yeah um but be, yeah being like proximity to a team is that's a pretty good justification i i got um so i I've got an agreement with my mate and we both had disagreement. We we won't I so I won't watch Manchester away. Like if it's sorry, why say Manchester? I won't watch United away. So if like you know West Ham are playing United, which they did, I didn't go and watch that game. I could have got tickets for it, but I didn't. And then uh-huh. one of my mates supports Arsenal. So what we've oh, kind of okay. agreed, because he also drinks as well. We both drink, so it's perfect. He'll come to West Ham games with me if I can get us tickets, and then I'll go to Arsenal games with him, kind of thing. And it just works out because it's, it's someone to go and watch football with, you know. So Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, I mean there wasn't really too much to it. I just wanted to know why you supported a really bad team but yes i guess <laughs> okay but in our lifetime in literally the last 20 years chelsea has won the most trophies of any club in england yeah yeah but i mean win temp- the goats. The goats. win your tenth, draw your tenth, lose your tenth. <laughs> <laughs> don't know that's my torturous cycle no I'm matter sure what happens yeah i respect it though because I, I i can no i can no longer officially say that i stuck with my boyhood team but i mean i, I I went to a United Stadium, so I got one for Christmas back in 2018. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I've been cool. to the stadium, but I just thought, like, it'll cost me so much to get up to Manchester and then for a ticket. Why not just support a team I want to watch locally? And West Ham are a good, yeah. fun team to watch as well, so. Yeah, that's fair. 
yeah fair enough i mean i kind of just wanted to yeah there wasn't really much to talk about See, I thought yeah yeah, yeah. Was gonna I be little smaller yeah. Ones, but, you know i want to bring it <laughs> no, up to, right. to ask i i know we're in we share an fpl league so that's pretty cool i don't know how serious you take yeah. it but where are you uh, right now i think Pull I'm it up. i think i'm eighth <laughs> oh my god you're not doing good man <laughs> wait let me check let me see I'm, let me check uh in i'm in so many yeah i'm eighth you're in you're in second oh geez yeah i um this is my first time doing fpl since i was like 12 so i didn't actually know the rules oh um, well, you're doing better than, than everyone <laughs> except for bendo so you know yeah well i've been doing better than bendo for like the last 10 match weeks so i think i'm about to catch him i'm like three points off i i literally like it took me a, maybe half the season to work out how to do everything and now every, like I'm, i've been doing really well i've got a pretty good squad now i gotta make a few transfers for next week but yeah international I'm good yeah i mean i'm, I'm catching on second right now so you know that's 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 my goal and goal is to hope for, no sorry not second i said that six i'm hoping to place top yeah. off there's 12 people so if i if yeah. i can place top six i'll tell you that at this point because i just i had the most horrible start with like injuries and just like bad picks and stuff uh, it's like, uh, yeah 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 fair enough, fair enough. Uh, to be fair i think i think i was like maybe seven not that long ago it's just like like i finally worked it out i finally clocked how to do <laughs> fpl i mean i've still got like players who haven't played yet and i'm not far off like you know yeah i'm i'm, I'm only i'm like right now obviously it's going to change after tonight's game but i'm less than 100 points behind you so there's still chance like plenty of time to catch up just by if i actually we'll do or not also <laughs> What's what's the deal with the team name? I'm not gonna say it in case you don't want to reveal it. <laughs> no, no, it's alright. Uh, <laughs> Schmunky, there's um, <laughs> wait, I have to find the image. Basically, do you know who the artist Yeet? Is? Uh, maybe. I've probably seen one of their songs without realizing. Okay, Yeet is like Yeet. Yeet. What the I the one who made I I D G A F? Because I've just searched up. Is that yes. didn't work? Yeah, oh, yeah. I've, seen, yeah, I've <laughs> yeah. listened to Flawless. I've listened to Flawless. Okay, so Yeet is like such a character, but he posted on his story once this this story which had no other context to it just my first baby gonna be named schmunky and the <laughs> day i saw that which this was like 2022 um maybe 2021 even i can't remember um but the day i saw that i cried laughing at it that's how funny i found so it because stupid. like what is it i i still i don't know what schmunky means i don't know why he said that and so when i joined the league Fulham was like the most important thing is your your team name like <laughs> you got to pick a good team name and i genuinely remember thinking about that for so long like trying to work out how to like, like what i should name my team and i just ended up calling it schmunky see my team's kind of because i'm i'm playing like and i like so so even though I don't talk to my old schoolmates, they keep inviting me to the FPL league, and I okay. don't like anybody in it. But I join it anyways. I'm just like, yeah, I might as well, right? Uh, and yeah. So I had, I couldn't really do an online creator name. I, I had to stick with just two two square brackets as my one, which is kind of boring. But yeah, yeah. Okay, next season if I get because it was Fulham inviting me. Fulham inviting me mid podcast. Uh, so if if he invite if, if I ever get invited back, I'll probably think of like a better name. Yeah, that's valid. That, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, good, great backstory. So yeah, yeah, gosh, uh, monkey. Uh, before we move into the Twitter questions and Echo, is there anything that you thought was going to get brought up that didn't or have we pretty much covered every topic? I think I think we've covered, I mean, like there's always something that could be missing. There's always something we could talk about, but I think we've covered a good range of, of things that, that, yeah, feel good about it. <laughs> so I have three Twitter questions for you, for you here. Uh, okay. So the first one comes from Whale Whaleation. 
hope I said that right. Violation. I'm not sure how much you're going to be able to answer this, but I'll ask anyways. Okay. Do you have any future projects you're looking forward to? I think this will no longer be future by the time this podcast comes out. <laughs> this, this podcast um, comes out on the 12th. Yeah, yeah. Me and Kyle have been working on uh, uh, an MMO server. Well, a Minecraft MMO server. So, um, I, I don't know. We played this mod pack once that Toby uh, Tubbo made like a little SMP for like a week on. And me and Kyle really enjoyed one of the mods in it. So then recently we talked about that SMP and we were like, hey man, like we should make a new one. Uh, but cater more to that one mod we really enjoyed. And so we've been building up a whole mod pack and a group of people to do. It's probably, it's one of those where it's like, I'm, it's not going to be storytelling or anything. And it's just going to be us grinding this MMO mod pack and having fun doing that and stuff. That but sounds fun actually. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's, that should be a lot of fun. Um, I'm unfortunately going to leave the country like right after we announce it and, and stuff. So I won't be able to actually play in it for at least a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but other than that, is there anything? There's not even like oftentimes I'd be like, oh, there's things I can't talk about. There's not even that right now. I think because Pirates just ended, we're kind of not, you know, we're not about to launch a new project right away after that. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now. Yeah, just enjoying BCG, enjoying daily streams and hanging out and stuff before I go. So yeah, there's not there's not too much to talk about there. And your own viewer SMP, sub SMP, right? Yeah, we got GG SMP going at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely cracked. I was watching earlier the, yeah. the communists and uh, which oh, with, yeah. with, with you know without context, I do agree with the person who said it. Without context, it's a little bit like, hmm. <laughs> but you know, you yeah. have to watch Echo stream to find that out. There you go. <laughs> uh, they should hopefully be back tomorrow from when this is coming out. So yeah, all things depending. Should be, should be. Uh, the second question then comes from Pleb, and uh, we've okay. already answered the first part of the question. So the second one is, what's your advice for someone looking to start content creation? Ooh. I mean, I touched on this a little bit earlier, but I'll reiterate it now. Do something that, like, whatever you're gonna stream or make videos about, make sure you are talking about something or playing something that you enjoy talking about or playing. Uh, because uh, alongside that like 15 second rule thing anytime anyone sees your content for the first time if you are not having fun they are not going to be having fun so that's kind of that's the base thing and it also means you're going to be more motivated and enjoy it more and everything of course uh furthermore uh, let go of for a while at least like reading too heavily into analytics if you're starting out at the very beginning you have to suck for a while so it's normally in my opinion better for you to do the period of time where you're not good at it when you don't have that many followers anyways <laughs> if you have a lot of people seeing you and, and stuff and that's your very beginning of content creation obviously you hope that they stick around and stuff and they're also there for when you're you're improved but I think one of the weirdest things to think about is like, like the start of you being a content creator will pretty much always be the worst period of time. That'll be the part where you are the worst at making content. And so if you have more people watching you then than later on, the impression they have of you is that worst version of you. So I think slowly building and slowly letting it go up rather than worrying about blowing up straight away. And if you don't blow up straight away or you don't get a bunch of viewers straight away, then like, what's the point? Like the point is you learn to be a good content creator so that when you then learn 
learn how to you know grow off tiktok or grow off youtube or grow in whatever way you when you get that influx of viewers you'll be improved you'll be at that better version of of yourself as a content creator you'll be more entertaining and stuff and i think that's important to understand it's like it's okay to not be good at it and it's also okay to not have that many people watching your streams or watching your videos and stuff um because you've got to improve yeah that's a bit of advice you can give thank you i know we touched on it earlier but it's still just good to have in one little section here you know yeah 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 100 and then the final one comes from jack asking uh what is your favorite song from forever and always and i i you can say all of them if you can't pick i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm happy for you to do so no music is one where i where i i definitely can pick there, there are things where it's like oh no they're all my they're all my uh, creations i can't pick <laughs> but music like i mean it'll change i think a lot of the time in terms of what i enjoy the most out of my own stuff um there there are definitely times where i look back on music or look back on creative things i've done and i don't like any of it or whatever um but tie uh not tie blade uh further forever and always dead hair is a song that means so much to me personally that it will kind of always be my favorite because i it can't like lose that meaning that like will always mean the world to me but um you already said it yourself but complicated is the of all of them i think is the the best song sonically it has the like best music <laughs> to it um it doesn't mean the most that's what uh dead hair is to me but in terms of like songs i think complicated is is the most well-produced sounds the best fair enough yeah i mean i i just enjoy the entire thing but obviously i have the favor of complicators i don't know yeah i don't know what it was maybe it was the, maybe it was the beat see i i i, I a, a strong preference to me for songs is the beat as well like i'll, I'll sometimes yeah, listen to like a song for the first 30 seconds because i like the beat and then once it changes i click off yeah that's valid so i don't know i'm just weird that's so weird that's reasonable fair enough well with that then Akko this sadly brings the end of the Inside MC podcast no no we've been talking for so long we've been on this call for over two hours it's been great it's been great nonetheless thank you so much for coming on it's it's been an honor of course I've enjoyed I've enjoyed the conversation I always enjoy yapping (laughs) especially on New Year's Day as well like (laughs) you know you shortened your stream to come on it's it's crazy I don't know if people know that's the reason why you had a shorter stream but if, if, if you didn't then now you do if I said it yeah there you go if you can if you're listening to this and you can think back to New Year's Day now you know why you can blame me <laughs> so, uh, I always like to give the outro for you to promote yourself Akko where can you know we've talked about your stream a lot but we haven't mentioned where we can find your stream even your old account if you yeah. like at all, all the social media you want to like provide as well as you're at this is this is your chance yeah alright if you want to watch my like main main content what I dedicate most of my time to that's over at twitch.tv slash ACO, just A-C-H-O. Um, I assume it'll be easily available in a description or yeah, something like that. Anyways, yeah, yeah, you should be able to find that pretty easily. And most other platforms, it's GG ACO or GG ACO underscore, just, just A-C-H-O with GG before it, <laughs> um, or an underscore at the end. Um with an underscore at the end for but most other things uh just echo on spotify if you like music you want to listen to music um if you are listening right now and you already follow me on all of those platforms the most important one for my ego is my twitter so please turn the notifications on and like every single one of my tweets every time i post them so that i can have my ego fueled thank you <laughs> there we go i see uh 
and that's it as well because i forgot to promote this on the last one uh, so below will be echo's <laughs> uh youtube app because i just always end the youtube app if you have one and yeah, yeah. The, 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 the twitter however if you want to find all of echo's social media links as well as any other podcast guests this hasn't been announced yet, echo this has been announced tomorrow okay. the, the inside okay. nc podcast now has a wiki whoa whoa it has it now has cool. its own official wiki which is very cool so uh that is cool yeah you know definitely definitely looking forward to promoting that from from tomorrow which is no context to you the the listener but this is this is sometimes what we got to face with the podcast <laughs> um, yeah, yeah 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 go check out echo amazing content creator and uh big big plans for the future 2024 whole new year you know with that being said then this has been inside mc thank you all for watching stay safe don't eat too much bread thank you so much echo you've been amazing pieces oh, of course bye peace 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 mm-hmm.